Hey, welcome to the Real Life Youth Podcast, where we believe in being more like Jesus. My name is Pastor Tate Stevens, and I am the student pastor here at Life Church. I hope you enjoy the message. God bless. Let's go. All right, one more time. Say mental health. Did you say, hmm? Like you've never heard that before, laid an egg? Hmm? Never mind. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later. We'll talk later. All right, so I'm going to read you guys some facts about mental health. As I, like I said, we're going to do a one-off message today because Chris and I will not be here next week. I am uh, doing a wedding next week. So I, some people are getting married, and it's my sister-in-law and her fiancé. So I'm doing the wedding. It's going to be fun. Yeah. At Glacier National Park, I'm going to be up on top of Mountaintop. Like, you're so interested, bro. Like, I, I love it. Do you want to be there? You want to be like the photographer? You do? Okay, you can just hop in with us. We'll talk to your parents so we don't kidnap you or anything. So, okay, real quick. So we're going to talk about mental health. I'm going to share some facts. And this is kind of a crazy statistic to think about, is that every, so out of seven people, one out of seven people between the ages of 10 and 19 years old experience a mental disorder. So if you look in here and you see how many students that we have in here, for every seven students, one person has a mental disorder. I'm not saying you guys do, but that's statistically been proven. Okay, so what is a mental disorder? You got depression, you have anxiety, you got behavioral disorders, which are among the leading causes of illness and disabilities among our youth today. That's, that's, that's man, that, like, that, that really honestly saddens my heart to think about that, is within our youth, we have a lot of these mental health disorders. Did you know, can you guess what the leading cause of death among between 15 to 19 year olds is in the world today? Suicide. Suicide. Suicide is the, is the leading cause of death among 15 to 19-year-olds in our youth today. And the consequences of really not trying to address these mental health issues extends to the, our adulthood. So if you have like these met, this, a mental disorder, man, if you're not feeling good, if you have this depression or anxiety about something, I'm going to encourage you right now not to hold that in to talk to somebody. Talk to your parents. Talk to uh, even a pastor or somebody that we can get you connected with if you're dealing with this type of disorder. So I'm going to go, like I said, I'm going to do a one-off message, mental health and the Christian faith. And a lot of us know someone who struggle, struggles with a mental health disorder. Now, I'm not going to point out anybody in this room, but can you raise your hand if you have known somebody who's dealt with mental health? I am personally one of them, so you do know somebody. For some of us that that struggle is going to feel so real because we have people in our family alone that deal with these type of issues today. <clears throat> I'm trying to catch up my voice still. But again, I've personally dealt with mental health. Kristen's dealt with mental health. And I'm sure a lot of others us, of us in here have dealt with that mental health. And I, one of the things when we're talking about this is I don't want you to sit there and be like, oh man, that's me. Like, you know, I have depression or I have these thoughts that are not good. Like, I'm not saying this to make you feel bad. Like, I don't want you to feel alone. That, that's kind of the point is I don't want you to feel alone if you have this feeling of this disorder in your body right now because we want to help you. That's what we're here for. We want to help you through that. So what, what, so what are we talking about when we say the term mental health? What does mental health entail? So mental health includes our emotions, the way we think, and the way that we act and process information. So mental health includes our emotions, the way we think, act, and process information. Everybody say information. Info. Good. Info. Look at you. You're like, oh, I'm going to get one up on you. No, just kidding. But our mental health will affect the choices that we make and how we relate to those around us and even how we handle stress. 
your mental health will honestly affect your mood. It affects your emotions at home. You've, all, you, you've honestly heard me say many times, you're gonna be like, you've said this so many times, is I used to have a massive anger problem. That's, that, that, that's a mental health issue that I used to deal with a lot. And I remember when I was in a bad state, I'd get angry. And you'll hear me time and time talk about it again. That remember a couple weeks ago and I said I was getting angry about always getting angry? And it was just like this vicious cycle. Oh man, like I hated it. But I would feel so terrible afterwards, like, because I would never seek help. I would always lash out and act on my mental health. And I would never try to get it taken care of. And I would just feel awful afterwards. But this is what your mental health can do to you if you don't take care of yourself or address it, is that disorder can become a lot stronger. It can become a lot stronger. So I'm not saying you got to turn to your neighbor. I'm not saying in small groups after this, you have to go to your neighbor and be like, this is what I'm dealing with. But try to find somebody that you trust. I would recommend your parents if you are dealing with something with mental health. So I'm gonna go through some of the things that promote mental health. Everybody say promotion. Promote. It's not like a work promotion. Say promote. promote. Okay, so here are some of the common ones is biological factors. And what does that mean? It's our genes or it's our brain, brain chemistry. Have you guys heard the term brain chemistry? It's like, okay, you guys are just like slowly nodding. Okay. Life experiences, trauma or abuse, family history, it's very common that if in your family, in your history of your family, if there's a lot of mental health problems, it's just how, it's how we're, this is how it is, is sometimes, a lot of times, it's going to get passed down. You hear somebody in the family who might have been like an alcoholic, let's say, for example, and that falls down from generation to generation, and that's why we got to pray about that. We got to seek help for stuff like that. So now that I've given you just like a little bit of details on like what some of these mental healths are, um, I want to touch on the main point as to why we're talking about mental health. A lot of times when I've dealt with people, personal like one-on-ones, all that kind of stuff, who've said, hey, I'm struggling, I'm dealing with this, I'm dealing with that. It, there's a root core that they always come down to. Is they say, why am I even alive? It is. It's a question. Why am I alive? I'm dealing with depression. I'm dealing with anxiety. I'm so stressed all the time. I hate life. I hear that a lot. A lot of times when I'm, I, I can't use the word counsel because I'm not a certified counselor, but when I'm meeting with people and helping them through this, every time they're just like, why am I alive? It's almost like they want to give up. You know what I mean? I've been there before. You just want to give up. Like, why am I even alive? Why, why does it even matter? But I can't stress enough how important it is to first of all seek help, but to read your Bible. The Bible talks a lot about mental health, and I'll explain a little bit of it here, but it talks a lot about mental health. What do I say if you have your phone? Yes, if you have your phone, you have your Bible. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to knock that over later. So a lot of our answers, like we've talked about, of these struggles, of this mental health is right here in this book. Now say Ephesians, chapter 2, verse 10. Say verse 10 again. Okay, it says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things that he has planned for us long ago. Now, I'm going to jump actually right into another verse. Say Galatians. Galatians. Oh, Parker, you said that so good. Galatians chapter 2, chapter two. verse 20. Okay, this one says that my old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So who loved me and gave himself for me. One thing that is important to know that when we're going through disorders and all that kind of stuff is God knows us perfectly and completely. 
Everybody say completely. So even though God knows everything about us, he still says that we are his masterpiece. So even when we're going through these struggles, that even when we are just, you know, sitting there and stewing about things and just letting the anxiety get a hold of us and our depression get a hold of us, God still says that you are my masterpiece. Okay, say masterpiece. masterpiece. So God knew everything about us, every detail. <clears throat> Voice is cutting out. Every detail before we were even born. His purpose for our lives is not corrupted or delayed because the challenges that we face with mental health or with those that are around us. So when we look at examples in the Bible of mental health, there's one person specifically that I want to talk to you guys about. And I want you to say David. 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 Say David. Do you guys know David? David? Have you guys heard of David? You ever heard of the guy who took down the giant Goliath? Yeah. Like went all X Games mode and chopped his head off with a sword and all that stuff like he did. Sunk a rock into his head and he's just like, I'm going to finish him. And then he takes his own sword, chops his head off. I'm going off subject. But that's who David is. He's a boss. He's awesome. So I'm going to talk to you about David in the Bible. And in many of the Psalms, David is writing of his anguish, his loneliness, his fear of the enemy, his heart cry over sin, and the guilt that he struggled with through all of this. Everybody say Psalm. We also see in 2 Samuel the grief because of the loss of his sons. I couldn't imagine losing my sons because of the loss of his sons. In other places, David honestly is with his own weaknesses, gives us hope with struggles today. So he writes about all of these weaknesses in the Bible, and then he shows us how we can have hope. So I got two more verses for you. So everybody say Psalm 38. Psalm 38. For, I don't have it marked, Parker, so I'll have to read off the screen. Mark, uh, Psalm 38, verse 4, says that my guilt overwhelms me. It is a burden too heavy to bear. Everybody say burden. burden. Say really low. Say burden. burden. Oh, she was all like, I'll play telephone next week, I promise. Okay, next slide. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Next week, even though we won't be here. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again and my Savior and my God. So I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. So who's he going to praise? Who's David going to praise? God. <coughs> Only a few of you said it. Who's he going to praise? God. Wow, my voice is really loud right there. Eat the cough drop. I'm not going to eat the cough drop because then you're going to hear it clanking around my mouth. I love you. Thank you. Eat a Skittle. <laughs> That's that. Yes, I will. I don't have Skittles, though. By the way, real quick, they came out with new Skittles. They're Halloween Skittles. They're, like, in a black package. Oh, they're the gross ones. The oh. Some of them have, like, gross ones in it. Oh, no, no. These, this one didn't. Oh, okay. This one's good. All right. So what was the question that I asked earlier that a lot of people usually say? Why am I alive? Cat was paying attention. Thank you. Why am I alive? So why am I alive? We are alive because of something I want to tell you, and I want you to write this down, or I want you to take a picture of this next slide that's going to pop up, is it's that we are alive, I'll just tell you, we are alive to love God and serve his world by reflecting his goodness in my thoughts, my attitudes, and my actions. So my thought, my attitude, and my action, actions. Do you think it's important that when you're in school, that when you're at home, that your actions are important of what you're doing and how you're behaving? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because you want to know what's crazy? Is my son started kindergarten, and he has been crazy. No, not Noah. <laughs> Noah's way too little. But Liam started kindergarten, so Noah's only two. Liam is six. 
Yeah, six, thank you. I remember he just had a birthday, but his whole attitude honestly has shifted at home and not in a good way. Like I love Liam, but he's getting angry. He's getting sassy. He's getting like, he, he does this look on his face where if he's angry at you, you will be able to tell it is just like all over his face. Yeah. He just does that. And she, Kristen will be like, you better get that look off your face. And then it's just like, I'll break, but your actions and your attitude at home and just through life, you got to be careful. That's why we got to stay in the world. I know when, I, when I first started getting into my faith, and I would try to read my Bible every day, but then let's be realistic. There'd be two weeks I wouldn't read my Bible and I would just feel different. I can't really honestly explain it, but I was getting angrier quicker. I was getting depressed quicker. I was getting anxious, but the more you pick this up, the more that is going to help you. So, t so it is important in why we are alive. And one of the reasons is to love God and serve his world by reflecting his goodness, my thoughts, attitudes, and actions. So God has created us with specific purposes and functions. I'll say functions. So when we face a struggle or a mental disorder, God isn't sitting up there saying, oh man, I didn't see that coming. Think about that. If you're dealing with anxiety, depression, stress, it's not like God didn't see that coming. Because God is an all-knowing God. Remember, we talked about that in apologetics. God is an all-knowing God. Like, Neo's like, yeah, he's so like, yeah. You're just like, you're so son but nothing is a surprise for God. God will provide us with everything we need. It's important to understand that God is going to provide you with everything you need. If you're spending time with him in prayer, worship, and really just trying to get to know God And that. And I understand that that's a struggle is that nothing should distract us from his purpose and call in our life. Does everybody say like, or does everybody know what I mean when I say a calling in your life? Yes, one person knows. So if somebody says, like, God called, God called me specifically to be a pastor, but God might not call you guys to be a pastor. You might be an NBA player. You might be a worship leader. Parker might be an accountant. You might, I might be working for Parker one day. I don't know. What's that? You could be an engineer. Yeah, God will call you. You know, a lot of times people get confused because they think a calling has to be in ministry, but a calling doesn't have to be in ministry. The ministry is in here. The ministry is not a title, like a pastor or anything like that. So it's important to know that is to not let anybody get in the way of your calling. You're going to get a lot of people who are going to doubt your calling. You're going to get a lot of people who are saying that your calling is stupid and it's not. It's not stupid. If God called you, he called you for a reason, for a purpose. But I want you to ask yourselves one question, not out loud. And Aaron, don't answer it out loud. It's a rhetorical question right now, but I want you to go home and I want you to really think about this or what are some of the lies you believed about your worth or purpose? So what are some lies you've believed about your worth or your purpose? Here's an example. Here's an example is like, nobody loves me, right? That's a lie. My life has no purpose. That's a big lie. Well, a bit, nobody loves you. That's a big lie too. It's not that that wasn't but I can't do anything right. That's another big lie. So I want you to write something like that down that you might have believed about yourself. I've shared it a while ago that I believe that I could never, I, I always was told that, oh, you know, you know, you can never public speak. You can never do anything like that. Like you suck at it. That was a big lie that I believe. I, and maybe I do still suck, but I don't think I do. But then when we write these down, I want you each to next one. So when you go home tonight or throughout the week, when you write down this lie, I want you to write something next to that lie. As I want you to write down what God says about those lies. For example, 
write down, you know, God loves me. So when it says that, when you, when we say like, nobody loves me, false, God loves me. He even gave his son to die for me. I mean, it's right there. God has specific things planned for my life. So I have no purpose, right? I got no purpose in life. No, God has a specific calling for your life. And Christ lives in me and gives me strength, gifts, all that, et cetera. So when you say like, I can't do anything right. No, that's false. Because obviously God has given you a gift somewhere in your life. So I want to remember that. I want you guys to remember that we are God's masterpiece. And I do encourage that if every single one of you Every single one of you, if there's any point in your life that you're starting to deal with a struggle, please, please, please try to seek help. Not everybody in their dog needs to know what that mental struggle is, but find somebody that you can confide in, okay? Everybody say confide. confide. Find somebody that you can confide in. Tell your parents first. I do want to encourage you in that. Please try to talk to your parents if you're dealing with something like that. But I am going to say that if you tell a leader, if you tell me, if you tell your parents, it's all confidential. So anytime you ever come to me or a leader, it's confidential. Unless I told you I'd kick it over. I called it. I didn't even see it. I was like, I felt something. But, but it is confidential. This is water. But, 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 the only time that we will tell somebody is if it's at your safety. So if somebody ever comes to me, and it's not to discourage you, but I've had people come to me and say, I'm having really suicidal thoughts. I do have to find them help. It's not because I'm gonna, I just wanna tell on you. It's not because I don't love you. It's because I love you. It's because I want you to be okay. So if you ever come to, to us or a leader, understand that you're giving us that, well, how do I say it? You're trusting us with that information. So we won't tell anybody unless if it's at your health risk. Okay, does that make sense? Yes. Okay, told you I'm gonna be quick on this one today. So I want you guys to bow your head. I want you to close your eyes. All right, and I'm gonna pray for you guys over, just over mental health in general. But another question I wanna ask, if you're sitting here tonight, you've never given your life to God, you don't even know what a relationship with God is about, can you put your hand in the air? Awesome. Best decision you'll ever make. So I do, I'm gonna pray over the second thing first. I'm gonna pray over just that foundation, just giving your life to Christ, and then we're gonna pray over mental health. So Father, we come before you today. We just thank you for, first of all, the amazing God that you are. But God, we recognize that we are not perfect. The only perfect person that was ever sent to this earth was your son, Jesus Christ. And Father, we recognize that we need your help. So God, forgive us of our past. Forgive us of our sins, God. God, we believe that you sent your son, Jesus, to this earth so that he could die on that cross for every single one of us so that our sins could be forgiven, for him to just defeat death and rise three days later so that we could have a new life, that we could have a new life in you, God. Don't let us look back at our past sins anymore. So Father, we just ask for your forgiveness in this place tonight, and we just want to be made whole in you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, we're gonna pray for the first thing. Heads bowed. All right, God, we just pray over mental health in our students, in our schools, in our community. God, we know that mental health is such a big issue today. But God, we are not to judge others. If somebody is going through a struggle in their life, don't let them feel judged, God, because that is not what we're doing at all. But God, we just pray that you will give them somebody in their life, that you will put somebody in their life that they can trust, that they can go to to be able to confide, confide in them, to confide this struggle that they're going through. 
And God, we just pray that those chains will be broken, that those barriers will be able to be broken through. And we just pray, God, that you just give them a newness in their life. That if they're dealing with depression, if they're dealing with anxiety, suicidal thoughts, God, we just pray that those thoughts will go away and that they will understand that they are worthy, that they're worth it, that they're worth something, God. Don't let them feel like they're less than anybody else just because they deal with some of these things. Father, we just pray that you'll be able to give them a boldness and a confidence to speak up, to be able to speak up to take care of themselves. So God, we just pray that you just put a blessing over every student and leader in this place tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, amen. All right, all right. Hey, thank you so much for joining us on our podcast. I hope this message spoke to you. And if it did speak to you, you can reach out to us at lifechurchutah.com or any of our social media platforms. And we'd love to connect with you. God bless and have a great rest of the day.